What's up guys, Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Labor Day, they question were, mark. Yeah, Labor Day? <laughs> I think. It's, they were not laboring on? Yeah, definitely not laboring. Um, yeah, same, which is good because I feel like, I feel like I really needed this weekend, um, as I was just telling you before we hit that record button, like today... I, we're recording this on Sunday, obviously. Um, and I did not... I needed to be very productive today. And it was one of those where, like, I froze because I needed to be so productive. And, like, it felt like I was, like, walking through mud. Like, I got things done, but it just, like, took me, like, 10 hours to do, like, one thing. However, I've been at the pool all day. Yeah. So. I, I did shower, though. Like, I feel like that deserves some credit. I haven't done that yet, but I plan on it. Yeah. So... Yeah. You know, I'm not disgusting. Is that why my cat keeps smelling you? Probably. Mm. He's like, wow, you smell like uh, sunscreen. He's like, you know when the cats and dogs in general, like, they like smelly shoes? Are you trying to say that I smell <laughs> like smelly shoes? <laughs> I'm wow. Sitting, I'm sitting way too close to you to be making these accusations. <laughs> Man, I swear I smell like sunscreen, <laughs> but, like, now I'm a little self-conscious. You don't smell like anything, I'll be honest with you. You smell like roses and whatever other... Sure. Roses and White Claw, you know. Roses and White Claw. As one does. And Cowboys footballs. I don't want to smell like Cowboys footballs. (laughs) Nix the Cowboys footballs. You smell like Roses and White Claws. It's perfect. Fine by me. (laughs) Come get her, men. Oh. Line up down the street. Beat y'all with a stick. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So we are less than a week out. From having a real life Cowboys football game that counts. I'm so excited. It felt like we this- have to order like some wings. We gotta like do it big. Oh, we're definitely having a wild watch party. <laughs> like, we need to figure out we need to figure out like a drinking game. Like, this is gonna be I'm celebrating so hard yeah wait the most normal thing that's happened in months sounds good to me yeah like i'm i'm going to be indulging in every category for sure on sunday um so we're really excited obviously i'm sure you guys are too you'll have to actually tell us now that we like kind of broached the subject like i'm very interested now in what your game day setup's going to be maybe please yeah what should we do yeah like what should we do what are you guys going to do maybe don't send us your photos of your if you have like a big massive um anti-socially distant party like don't don't send us that um because that would make me sad but otherwise we would love to know what you guys are up to to watch the game because we will be doing it as well and i'm sure lots of all caps and live tweets will be going on too sounds like we might be joined by a hellman too oh yeah we could actually watch games with him i feel like my tweets will be like like regularly scheduled like they're not behind yeah yeah because they always get the action first, obviously. Yeah, now we're all going to be on the same page. Right. We're all watching the same broadcast. Maybe we can break news before Dave can then. I, I definitely text faster than him, so. 100%. Me too. Let's go. <laughs> Anyways, um, lots of stuff going on this past weekend. Obviously, roster cut deadline, 3 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, September 5th. It's been pretty lit. Yeah. Um, there have been lots of moves. I want to get your reaction, Meg, on kind of your thoughts on the final roster. But first, I... (laughs) Well, number one, um, I actually have two things. One, the nooch! 
He's on the 53. He's on Official. the 53. So I actually am really glad that you brought that up because we've been talking about it. I have personally been very interested to see if he was going to make it or not. Obviously, we both wanted him to because we're his number one fans outside of his girlfriend and his mom, I'm sure. Um, but number two and four in in this building right now, it's us. Yeah. Um. So I was not sure that he was going to make 53 solely because I was like, man, I feel like McCarthy is really doing a good job of, of guarding his players and not getting anyone looks so they don't have any idea like what kind of talent is there and maybe he could try and put him on the practice squad and protect him. That is not the case. But I do want to tell you guys, make sure that um, if you're confused, because there are new rules, two different things, new CBA. There are so many rules. Lots of rules. So we're going to talk about the rules and then yeah. and then how. And if, try to make sense of them yeah, a little bit. Yeah, intertwined with our reactions, because I feel like it's relevant. We need to add this layer while we discuss our final thoughts on the 53. But new CBA was passed in, two, in March 2020. Um, so there's a whole slew of rules that came along with that and updates. But then also on top of that, there's this thing called COVID-19 that we're all... What's that? Yeah, that's that's going on right now. So there's an additional layer of edits and changes to the rules that have been in place temporarily because of COVID-19 that do directly impact the roster and practice squads. Um, I say practice squad because you probably saw a pretty familiar name... There's some because in this house. There's some because in this house. There's some because in this house. Who is on the practice squad for the Dallas Cowboys now? Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr. The return of 39. That's exciting. I'm stoked. Yes. I didn't want him to leave in the first place. So happy to see him back. He's a lovely human being, first of all. I just have yeah. to say that. And I know I always I know it's football and I know I have to be really, you know, looking at this from a solely a game perspective, but I don't because that's not who I am. I my interactions with him, he was always wonderful and I'm excited to have a guy like that back in the locker room. But he played corner for us. Um, but apparently he's had some experience at the safety position. Again, position flex I feel like is gonna be a thing in general. Sorry. Wow, my Siri just picked that up. Hey, hey, how about you stop because I'm recording, Siri. Rude. Anyways. She is so rude. She's just trying to get on the combo. She's yeah. like, she's like, girl time. Yeah, she's like, I'm a girl. I'm talking boys. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Like, why, why leave me out? Anyways, he's got some position flex, which is really exciting. I think you're going to hear a lot about that just in general with the state of this Cowboys secondary. But also, again, the nature of our world right now, position flex... <laughs> Feels like a Sometimes very I feel thing. like Kelsey speaks on two times, I do. like speed, and I like look at her and I'm like, "Wow!" You're like, "What?" <laughs> it's the ADD in me. I say I love all, it. I love it. I say all that though because I was just it, it's been so funny to me this weekend to see these guys who have been in the league on the practice squads, and that to me is such an interesting thing. Um, there are new rules again. I mentioned with the CBA. So the roster size increased from 53 to 55 on game days. So that's going to be a new change. That's a pretty much a direct result of the added game this year. So there's going to be 17 games and obviously more playoff games too with the increase of teams in those rotations. Also, though, the practice squad increased from 10 to 16 players. So it used to be 10. It was supposed to be 12 players in 2020 and 14 players in 2022. But because of covid they went ahead and updated it to 16 this year. So that makes sense why you need more, as many able bodies as possible. And so more games, 
more ability to have players come in and rotate if there is any reason why a starter has to be down. That's kind of what you're seeing. I think my favorite rule is the six veteran situation. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can have B-Car on my practice squad blows my mind what is that literally it's like the mccown situation where he's getting (laughs) paid he's getting paid to sit in texas twelve thousand dollars a week mccown is getting paid twelve thousand dollars a week mama to do nothing mamas raise your boys to be backup quarterbacks mamas don't let your babies grow up to be starting (laughs) quarterbacks don't do it (laughs) let them grow up to be backups (laughs) i don't know about you but i'm gonna raise either a backup quarterback a long snapper or a kicker i feel like i can't well you can't do kickers because you hate them i know but maybe that will make me like them probably not (laughs) you're right (laughs) you you mentioned the categories though which again i'm gonna dive into it's just so interesting to me because as you know, I'm sitting here, and Meg watched me when she walked into my uh, my house today. I have, like, two full pages of no, notes. No, truly, she does. Um, I, I nerd out. And definitely not truly lemonade. Yeah, definitely not truly lemonade. We don't, we're not a fan of that. No. Um, Throw it in the trash. But I nerded out a little bit, so I'm going to make sure you guys have all the details on the practice squad situations, too. There's technically three different categories, and one category has a subset, so... Um, the first is going to be just your regular practice squad, which is going to be the majority of your players. So that's players with no NFL experience, and then also players who were on the active roster for fewer than nine regular season games during their only accrued seasons, okay? So that's your, like, when you think practice squad in the past, like, that's kind of, those are the, that's the meat of who makes up this practice squad. There's a secondary um, part category of the practice squad and that's the practice squad exemption, or I'm sorry, exception. So that can be up to four players who have earned no more than two accrued seasons with no game limitations per season. So those three categories of guys right there, they make a fixed $8,400 a week. Let's Wait, see. can I can I play? Yeah, how many? Let's I'd like to go. Sign me up. Like, let's just, I'm just saying. Put me in, coach. So, Let's just say for the sake of, like, fun, if you if you got paid that for 56 weeks, that's $470,000 and, and, yeah, $470,000. You know, I've always wanted to be on the practice squad. Well, luckily for you, you have no NFL experience, so you apply. So <laughs> if you know a guy, you can be on this list, my friend. I look great in pads. List. I, I, I feel like you do. I feel like you do. Never Let's, tried them on, but I, I know I do. We're going to call some people. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, though, the $12,000 fixed weekly. So that's going to be for your practice squad vets, which, again, is the most interesting to me. Typically, this vet list can only be, um, with the new rules, two players. But in 2020, they've increased that to six players. That means um, no limitations whatsoever with the number of accrued seasons or experience these players have. That's wild. Here's me. the thing about Josh McCown, though. Um, he's probably going to see the field. Sorry. Oh. What? Did you just manifest that? I'm sorry. Wentz is already getting injured, as per usual. <laughs> and, like, I mean, Jalen Hurts is in the name. Whoa! Dude, did you see? I don't want him to get hurt, but, like, it's in the name. I'm just saying. Did you see the graphic that came out? Um, no, Cowboys Nation on Twitter, I think he, I think he tweeted – it was like, I say he, yeah, I think it's a he, yeah. Um, sure. It, it was like a screenshot of the roster, 
and it listed like Hertz was listed before Wentz on the quarterbacks chart, and I it, uh, everyone's pretty sure it's alphabetical, but it was very funny to see Wentz like at the sure. bottom of it's the quarterback totally list. Totally alphabetical. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Running back and totally I come in save the that. Day. Definitely, a, that that's definitely a thing. Alph- alphabetical, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Oh man. So, um, needless to say, Meg thinks Josh McCown is actually not going to be able to just collect his paycheck here in Texas. He's going to have to make some moves. I would love that journey for him because, like, how great is that? Right. But, um, something tells me, something tells me that homeboy is going to catch some turf someday. Well, if. It feels very aligned with 2020, so it, I would extremely 2020 energy. Big 2020 yeah. energy. Um, there's also no switching practice squads. That's the same rules as in years past. So if a player is signed, um, which he can be at any time, he must be added to the 53. So like if we if we grab someone, which we did, uh, well we got we got a guy from uh, the Packers. From the Packers. The Packers. Packers. You know. Did I say that right? Uh, because uh, old Coach McCarthy really likes the Packers up there. Up there in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't ready. Yeah. It's the claws are good. Yeah, No, the claws are cold. <laughs> <laughs> I've been at the pool. <laughs> Teams can also protect up to four players each week on the practice squad. So, um, Meg, your love of Brandon Carr is okay because there's some beat cars in this house sorry <laughs> we can protect him good as long as we submit before game days on tuesdays for every week well and did you mention this already the claws the claws are strong i told you yeah um that we can you can add someone from the practice squad without any like nonsense like it can happen pretty immediately yes so, are you saying to the game day roster? Yeah, to the game day roster. So, two guys can be moved um, to the game day roster. Right the, up in there. So, from a 53 to 55. And they also increase the active roster from 46 to 47. But you have to make sure there's eight of those guys that are offensive linemen. Um, the two guys that you bring up on game day for the practice squad, this is such a different role, and I think this is pretty unique. Um, and honestly, a good thing. Um, again, more games, more bodies, more pandemic's going on we're gonna need as many people as we can to get through this so i feel like it's a positive yeah but as in years past if you moved a guy up from the practice squad you have to you had to actually give him an nfl contract and like void his practice squad contract but now he'll just automatically go back down to the practice squad the game the, the following the game so it's like all right we're gonna pull you up uh you know, because, I don't know, like, homeboy's hurt. Like, we want to make sure we have a little backup. And Maybe homeboy got COVID. Who knows? Yeah. Like, Carson Wentz. Like, McCown's going to get called up with Carson Wentz. Like, that's the thing. So, um, but. Sorry, McCown. I just don't think you need to get too comfy. Right. Is all I'm saying. Right. Um, the, the one thing, though, is you can only do that for a guy twice before he has to go through waivers. Yeah. And clear waivers. I so, feel like that's fair. I totally agree, like, because then it could just be abused. And so, like, it's kind of ending up being, like, really strategic, if you will. <laughs> you guys are missing this. Oh. I am the, the kitty keeper today. <laughs> she's like, I've been running interference. She's been, like, separating my animals. It's fine. It's totally fine. I love them all. I want to snuggle them, but I can't. Yeah. I'm busy. Yeah. We busy, guys. Just chill out. Everyone, <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone, I almost said the S word and made my phone comment to me again 
RJ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I say all that um, because, again, let's chat through the the roster here. One more quick thing before we do. There's also going to be new IR rules this year. So um, if you guys remember, in previous years, like the IR was really strict. Like that was just like a death. That's not the right word, but – Death of a season for somebody, not necessarily us, but, like, for a player. Yes. It was a struggle. It was, like, you go on the IR, like, goodbye, you're done. So, 2019, it was you could come back after eight games. That's still half a season. So, like, you better be sure that you ain't come back if you're going on that list. Definitely. Well, in 2020, that rule has changed. So, again, same thing's going to – it's going to be the same if some guys added to IR before roster cuts. So, that's season ending. But – if they are added to IR after roster cuts and the roster is made, then there's a thing now called short-term IR where they literally only have to be on IR for three weeks or three games, and then they can come back. They can do that unlimited times for players, um, and they, once the guy comes back to practice, they have 21 days assigned to the to the actual roster. So it's basically baseball's 15-day injured list, if yeah. you will, which, I mean, I kind of love that too. I mean, the MLB has been – uh, using it quite well, so yeah, that'll be that'll. I think that'll be really good, especially the guys that um, that are predicted to go on the IR. Um, that I hope that will um, put them in a good position when they are ready to come back. Yeah. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge. That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. So let's dive in. I mean, uh, in summary, if you again, just roster, like me at the pool today, jump right in. Jump right let's in. Let's go. Roster increase from fifty three to fifty five. Game day active roster um, forty six to forty seven. Eight must be O line. There's going to be new IR rules. Three weeks is the minimum now. Practice squad increase from ten to sixteen, and you can have vets on the practice squad. So, lots of changes. Let's chat through the practice squad. Um, Everything's going to kind of be official and, and push through after you guys listen to this on Monday because that's just the day that all this happens. Right now, though, we've got uh, Francis Bernard, Deontay... The, the pet cat. The pet cat. Deontay Burton, uh, Brandon Carr, Rondell Carter, Justin Hamilton, Ladarius Hamilton, Marcus Henry, Cole, I make I mess up his name every time, Hikutini, uh, the tight end, John Bay Johnson, Luther Kirk, um, the running back. Shaywo. Thank you. Aaron Parker, Savion Smith, and Chris Chris Westry. Um, you also have 
the tackle um, who is from the uh, he's from well, he's from Mexico. Yeah, um, he's from the international players program, which is really cool. Isaac Alarcon. Yeah, so Isaac I'm Alarcon. I'm 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 so embarrassed. Like I was telling you this earlier. Like I freaking studied Spanish in college, and I'm like struggling with his name. Like that's it's so ridiculous. And this is the part where I complain again about how I only know one language, and that makes me terrible. Yeah. Um. Well, Isaac. Here we are. Isaac doesn't count against the actual like count, which is cool. So um, I think that's just worthy of noting as well. So that's 15 guys right there. Todd Archer, uh, ESPN's Todd Archer actually came out and said that um, once they pass COVID protocols, um, tackle Eric Smith and running back Elijah McGuire should be the ones, the two rounding out the practice squad spots. So, Meg, uh, thoughts? I mean, I'm I'm happy to see Rondell end up um, on the practice squad because I thought that he deserved a shot. Um, I mean, obviously he had a shot at 53, but to see him, like, still stay here, yeah, I'm glad to see it. I feel like, I feel like some of these guys, and know, obviously Frankie Burns, yeah, Frankie because Burns. everyone has been all up on his stuff. That to me was like actually one of the more shocking moves. I really thought he had done enough to make the team, and I get it, but I don't, um, especially because right now at linebacker, it feels a little. I, it doesn't feel like everyone's super super healthy, and true. So. Especially considering we believe that we will see Sean Lee on the IR starting tomorrow. So, or today. What, yeah, as of today, um, the belief is that word on the street is it's looking like Sean Lee, Lyle Collins, and Ventel Bryan, Bryant will be on the IR. And again, this is not going to be season ending. I don't personally know how long it'll be, but the minimum is three weeks, so they can come back. Um, I think Sean Lee has what I saw, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember who reported this, um, but pelvis, um, for pelvis injury, Lale has, is dealing with a hip, and then Ventel Bryant with a PCL knee, knee strain. So the PCL in general is actually going to be a perfect candidate for this three-week thing. Like, this is yeah. like, I mean, this is what this Just rule was right made for. Just jump right back in, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I'm I'm hyped that they be, were able to keep Rondell around. It. I, I'm looking at this list, and yeah, Francis Bernard, again, like, I felt I, I could have seen that going either way. Um, the guy that really, I'm telling you, like, it weirds me out seeing Brandon Carr on a practice squad list, dude. It's wild. It's so wild I me. love it, though. Like, I, I, want, I mean, I want him on the 50, 53. Yeah. But, yeah. like, considering what we have already, like, what better backup in this world? Right. Like, what a better, like, injury reserve, not injury reserve, but, like, like just a the backup plan. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, he's insurance. Uh, insurance policy. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say, and, honestly. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and not to mention, like, again, I, I said, word on the street is that he was getting some reps at safety when he was in Baltimore, so he may even be able to figure out a way to get on that field. Um, I... I'm very interested in this. Again, I mentioned he's a wonderful guy. I think that that's exciting. I think that they're obviously getting him for pennies right now. Like, that's crazy. And he brings that that position flex that I think the, the team could use right now. Um, yeah, it just, I'm telling you, like, I can't, I'm still, like, shook over the fact that I'm watching, I'm looking at this guy who's, 
I don't even, I don't even know how many years he's been in the league now, but like practice squad. Like that's so wild to me. So wild. There's some because in this house. There's some because in this house. <laughs> um, you know who is not though on the practice squad, Megan? You mentioned him earlier. The Nooch. The Nooch. I we brushed over that because I just dove into my nerding out over all the rules, but I do want to talk about the fact that the Cowboys opted to keep the three QBs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 where's your head at with that situation? I mean, they've done it before, but are you surprised they kept the depth there versus maybe going long at like the linebacker spot or maybe keeping another DB or? I think they have so much flexibility with like having this practice squad situation that maybe that gave them the confidence to be able to put three down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that – I 0% think that they think they're going to have to, like, go all the way down to three, like mm-hmm. the third. But, like, to have him on the field getting that experience, I think that's going to be invaluable, like, going forward. Because they didn't, I don't think that they see um, Andy Dalton being there forever. So – no. Um, might as well have, like, build in this guy, uh, have him, like, get these reads on point, like, have him be ready. Right. I think that's, I think that's smart. Yeah, I mean, You're learning from two starting quarterbacks. That was kind of my thought initially when I first realized that he made the 53. I was like, wow, um, that's quite the, uh, pedigree, you know, for him to, to start his career (laughs) <laughs> within like yeah freaking coach McCarthy mm-hmm. I mean even his college coaches they are I mean they're he just comes he's been groomed by a bunch of coaching families and then to come into the league and make the 53 so that his signing means that all of the or him making the active roster I should say um make the Cowboys have retained all of their draft picks this year because he was a seventh rounder um yeah I mean learning from two starting quarterbacks yeah like there's no better experience in this world than like two starting quarterbacks and I feel like McCarthy if you think about it like going all the way back to like the Brett Favre like like, like the Green, Green Bay way was kind of like to groom a guy like yeah they had like the lady in waiting if you will um, the lady in you like waiting. That? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Aaron Rodgers. I just called you a girl. Oh, Aaron. <laughs> First of all, that's a compliment. Yeah. So big, actually, big facts. <laughs> Women are amazing. Facts. I don't say it enough. Um, yeah. So I just think it's interesting in general. I'm, I'm really happy for him. I think that, you know, obviously that speaks um, volumes as to what McCarthy thinks of him. I think that's. Um, oh, absolutely. A really, really cool spot for him to be. So. I look forward to – I know he's going to be P-Squad guy. Whatever, man. Like, I'm happy for him. I think that's cool. So Let's go. Um, again, another couple guys that didn't make it, like like Rico, Rico Dowdle, running back. That's another guy. Uh, Bradley and I was another guy who was on kind of the bubble that some people were saying, hey, maybe he – you know, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously he's a draft pick. So, But, you know, it could, it could have kind of gone either way. He's on the team, which I'm super happy about as well. Yeah, I I liked I want to see um, his kind of journey there. 
Because yeah. I feel like he has a lot to offer, and I feel like he can really grow in that position. So I'm really excited to see him on the field. The Cowboys also had some waiver transactions um, this weekend as well. Malik Turner, the wide receiver from Green Bay, was claimed off of waivers. Um, also, a couple guys that had we been – We got a Malik back on the team. We got a Malik. We, not, we like our Maliks. I like a Malik. Um, we had previously released Joe Thomas, CJ Goodwin, and Justin March, and there's our reports that – they believe um, that those guys are going to get re-signed again. We, hopefully we'll find out later today Yeah, about the validity of that. Yes. But it looks good. So I say all this because I don't know. I, I, I know I kind of droned on about all the different um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Just all the different intricacies of the new rules. But I feel like – all of these add, and with COVID too, add this additional like strategic layer to the 2020 NFL season. Yeah. Where the, this team, the front office, has these new toys and these new abilities to ha- be strategic when they yeah. maybe weren't able to do so before. So I think that's really exciting and it's going to be like God, a fun aspect to watch. The amount of things that they can do on either side of the ball – Oh, this is exciting, y'all. I'm excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I'm super pumped. Um, one guy we did not mention, though, that I am incredibly excited about. <laughs> Wheels off. <laughs> is is uh, one Randy G, baby. Ah, go Big Red, baby. Let's go. Um, so Randy Gregory was conditionally reinstated, and that is very exciting you guys this has been a long long journey for randy if you guys follow him on twitter he's been really emotional about it like he felt he just was frustrated because it's been 18 months his indefinite league suspension um and i think he's so deserving like the league isn't even testing for what the whole problem with him was anymore so what's what's the hold up so, 18 months in league suspension, he is conditionally reinstated. Mm-hmm. So, what he's going to do is he'll participate in an acclimation period to help facilitate his return to football before being able to practice and be eligible for games, um, according to the NFL media report. And then he can actually report to the Cowboys facility on, whoa, today, Monday, September 7th, for right. testing. Oh, I'm so happy for him. Oh, my gosh. He's That means he's in our atmosphere. That's exciting. Okay, so this is such a team player. Like, he's, like, very good locker room guy. I'm so excited to see him back with, like, he thrives in a team environment, and I'm so excited to see him back with the team, like, practicing with the guys, like, getting to be socialized. Yep. Like, not socialized, but, like, Getting to be social. Yeah. Be around um, the team. Yeah. That's going to be so awesome. So he can start, he gets, he starts with testing today, September 7th, and he can participate in conditioning activities, individual workouts, and meetings. He can begin actually practicing on October 5th and is eligible to return to game action after week six, which means his first game back can be October 25th at the Washington football team. Let's go. I, I just have to say, like, to build on what you said, Meg. I personally feel, and again, knowing the new CBA rules, it's a lot more lenient for some of the things that he has struggled with in the past. Um, and I, I, 
I feel pretty strongly about um, some of the things that he's been he's faced. I think it's pretty wild that you see a guy who has actually been like with like assault and he's been suspended for less games than a guy like Randy Gregory. That mm-hmm. blows my mind. Yeah, it kind of blo- it honestly blows my mind. And when you see these guys, you know, getting reinstated and then I don't know. I, I can't help but think that the new signing in Seattle put some pressure on this too, which I think, you know, obviously there's some some uh, parallels to be drawn. But I, I look at the tweet he sent out and I I look at the guys and the people in general that he's mentioning. Jason Cohen um, is the Cowboys mm-hmm. legal counsel. Todd Williams, who is director of football operations for the team. Josh Brent, if you guys remember, Josh Brent was, he used to play for us and was in that really bad car accident and took on kind of a, he, Jerry made a promise to, to the victim's mom, Jerry, um, and said that she wouldn't, he wouldn't punish like Josh internally at the Cowboys beyond like the direct initial feedback, if you will. But he gave him a job, and he helped him continue to live an actual life. Um, and I think that he's had a hand in some of these situations where guys have maybe kind of fallen off the tracks a little bit and helped bring them back on. Um, anyways, I just think I just thought it was kind of neat to see him be able to have his other have another chance. Dude, I'm so excited for him. As a person who follows um, the Nebraska Cornhuskers pretty closely, um, he was a person that I was really excited about from the jump and followed truly closely. And he's I've, everything I've heard from Nebraska and to hear he's such a team guy. He's super social. Um, he's a really good locker room asset, like yeah. very positive. So just on that aspect alone, like couldn't happen to a better guy. But also on top of that, he's a beast. So yeah, I let's mean, go. He's obviously on the field. That's really exciting. You mentioned the off the field stuff too. I guess again, like what really sticks home for me is is just the concept of a guy who obviously struggles with mental illness and and those types of issues and he's getting another chance. I think that so often in our world, especially just here in America, we don't do a great job of handling those types of situations. It's mental illness and mental health in general is so taboo still. It's in, it's it's wild. And we 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 don't talk about it. Nope. We don't discuss how people deal with it. If you go to counseling, there's something wrong. Well, that's, I mean, I, I go to counseling every week. There's nothing wrong with me. It's, I also go to counseling every week. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with me. I just like to talk about my anxiety and my depression and get it out there instead of holding it inside of myself. Yeah. I mean, you can always be, there's always room for improvement with any individual. And I look at, you know, I, what I know of him, the the violations against the substance abuse uh, program, I think we're directly because of some of these issues that he deals with. And I guess what I would encourage people who are like, well, just don't, just don't do it. Just don't do it. If you don't, if you don't know, you don't know. 
Like, you don't know what you don't know. And if you don't actually deal with these type of situations and you don't experience them firsthand, if you don't Give live... Give people a little empathy. Yeah, if you, if you don't live with addiction yourself, if you don't struggle with mental illness, of course you don't understand what their battle is, what they go through. A lot of these people, what... I mean this sincere, sincerely as someone who has significant mental illness in my family they 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 it is a task it is a struggle a daily struggle for these people to show up and just be normal to just get by and it just be a regular day let alone go and be great and excel at the levels that he's excelled at so i guess i would just i say all that just to i know there's some quote controversy around you know, his circumstances. And I would just encourage, yeah, like you mentioned, Meg, like empathy and grace. And um, don't cast the first stone, especially if you don't know what you're talking about. If you've never personally dealt with this, then like you should probably sit this one out. And um, I'm excited for him. I think he's motivated. I think that he's got a really great team of people around him who are... He's been putting in the real world work Yeah. for this to happen. Yeah. And... He's not just like you know, pushing papers and doing stuff. He's, like, he's going to counseling. He's, like, doing exactly what he's supposed to to make it back. That's all he wants is to rejoin his team. So give him some grace, guys. Yeah. So I'm excited for him. I think it's a really cool opportunity. I think that obviously I'm beyond excited about the lineup that we have on the D-line now, especially with the prospect of him coming back into the rotation. So... Lots of changes, lots of um, things to be excited about. Cowboys Nation games are going to happen soon. We want to hear your thoughts on the roster moves, the final 53, or should I say game day 55, which we won't know what that looks like yet. But um, we want to hear your thoughts. The new rules in place just in general from the CBA. I know it's confusing, but also because of COVID too. Sound off. Find us on the Twitter. You can definitely do that. We'll be hanging out there until our next show on Friday. You can find me at Kelsey underscore Charles and Megan at Meg Murray with four R's. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, I was, okay, yes. At Meg Murray with four R's, as always. But I was just sitting here looking up because we are in September now, because we are talking about Randy Gregory I think it's important to acknowledge that this month is National Suicide Prevention Month. If you need help, please reach out. You can call 1-800-273-8255. Like Marshawn Lynch said, take care of your mentals. Exactly. It's important. Also, we're here for you. And there's no shame in doing it either. Zero percent shame. Um, I agree, Megos. I love you for that. Um, guys, we have a couple of fun announcements for y'all, too, from the SB Nation. We got some goodies. Fam! So, uh, you might know RJ. He's a guy. Um, he has a show that's also on this podcast network. It's called The Ocho. And it's now going to be eight minutes long. Meg, don't you love that? There's, it's Ocho minutes long? <laughs> it's Ocho minutes long. The Ocho is Ocho minutes long. We've got a whole other slew of great podcasts for you guys here on SB Nation, Blogging the Boys. Obviously, us, Meg and I, Monday, Girls Talking Boys. You've got... Monday and Friday, Yes, baby. Monday and Friday with Megan Murray and myself. On Tuesday, we've got the... Is it the 750? I always call it the 750. 
It's like I say seven five zero two. I think it's seven five zero. I think RJ always like corrects me because I I say seven fifty like it's a freaking Nick candle of liquor. I'm like, give me some Tito's, <laughs> and he's like, that's not it, my fam. And I'm like, and then I forget every single time. Like I I literally it's embarrassing. Anyways, that's on Tuesdays. Uh, they're gonna be talking Cowboys and Rams players to watch this week. Wednesday you've got talking the star on Thursday broadcasting the boys. Again, hanging out with us on Girls Talking Boys and then Cowboys Oi on Saturday with Mauricio and... For all our Spanish speakers. It's a great show. It is. He kills it every time. He really does. I Um, can't understand it, but I know. (laughs) I mentioned our good friend RJ over at the Ocho. He's going to have those daily shows for you guys as well, so make sure you all are subscribed to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. While you're up there, though, subscribing, rating, reviewing, and giving us all the five stars, you can also search for the SB Nation NFL show, Megan. It is a new podcast that our mothership has put together, a new podcast network, if you will. So search that like you would looking for Blogging the Boys. They're going to have a whole slew new lineup of NFL-wide podcasts for y'all, so NFL-wide discussion. Um, RJ is actually a host on the Monday show, which is called Monday Football Monday. My new favorite show? Monday Football Monday? MFF? I've, I've got a couple new favorite shows coming up, but yeah. MFF? That's one of them. Wait, MF, M, wow. Why is that so hard for me to say? MFM? MFM. Wow. My favorite. Oh! <laughs> My favorite Mondays. My favorite Mondays. Steven! <laughs> Steven. Steven, take that out. Wow. <laughs> Unless you want a cookie? <laughs> Again, if you understand any of these references, then please tell me. We're gonna follow you back immediately because you're obviously one of us. Yeah, um, one of us. <laughs> lots of good content coming from you guys, or coming for you guys from the Mothership SB Nation, but also our Blog and the Boys Network here in Dali. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your holiday weekend. Enjoy it. Stay safe. Looking forward to the game this weekend. Let us know your plans. Let us know your thoughts, rosters, all Hot. of that. Um, let's get hype, and um, we'll see you guys Friday. But uh, Meg, Dallas forever, Philly for never. Sorry, I got really excited. With conviction, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye, guys. He was a killer. First time that I saw him. <laughs> the bloopers are good. If we don't get more ads because of things like that, I just like feel like people don't know what they're doing. Dumb. Big missed opportunity. Truly. Oh. But not truly lemonade because truly lemonade is trash. Ooh. Good thing they're not a sponsor. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>